Helena State Senator Jill Kornauer says the Montana Department of Justice will offer an extension to nonprofit groups whose specially licensed plates may be revoked. Senator Kornauer announced the agency's decision a day after she requested the three-month extension from the Department of Motor Vehicles. Konawa originally sponsored the legislation that allowed the state to revoke specialty plates in cases where less than 400 people had purchased a group's plate within three years of its release. The provision was already part of state law. Konawa said her legislation provided the state with an enforcement mechanism. The state notified 85 nonprofit groups in January that their specialty plates were being revoked. However, some nonprofit groups told Konauer they were confused by the information in the letter, which included several dates, or believed they had until their certification date to meet the minimum plate requirement. Konauer asked for the extension to give nonprofits the opportunity to meet the 400 plate minimum. She also requested the department develop a way for organizations to track the number of purchased plates. Various groups say funding from the plates will be difficult to replace. The Humane Society, as an example, fell short by 23 plates. The revocation of its specialty plate would mean an estimated $7,000 a year revenue loss for the organization. It's dependent on private fundraising and grants. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network. News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. Tests on a Gallatin County person who was suspected of being infected with the coronavirus have come back negative, according to a press release from the City County Health Department. Earlier in the week, the Health Department said a person was being examined for the virus after traveling to mainland China and then falling ill after returning to Montana. It's the first patient under investigation in Montana. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta announced the negative test result on Friday. The person has been in isolation at the Bozeman Health Deaconess Hospital since Monday. According to Matt Kelly, the health officer with the Gallatin City County Health Department, there are four other possible cases of coronavirus in Gallatin County. As of Thursday evening, the CDC reported 15 cases of coronavirus have been reported in the United States, most associated with travel to China. Some cases did, however, involve person-to-person contact with people who traveled to China. There are 427 people being monitored. More than 1,384 people have died from the virus worldwide, all but three of those deaths in mainland China. Over 64,300 there have fallen ill with the virus. Calling the nation's economy historically strong, Montana U.S. Senator Steve Daines this week credited the 2017 tax cuts for creating jobs and elevating wages, and he repeated his call to make tax cuts for small businesses permanent. Daines is a member of the Senate Finance Committee. He used a hearing with the Treasury Secretary Robert Munchen, 
to say that both programs benefit American workers. Quote, watching what's happening under President Trump with Republican leadership's commitment to tax reform and cutting burdensome regulation, this economy is booming, Gaines said. He continued, it's benefiting Montanans and it's benefiting the American people. Gaines suggested 6.7 million jobs have been created during Trump's presidency and that 70% of those jobs came after the Republican Party passed its tax reform legislation in 2017. Gaines said 90% of Montana's businesses are considered small businesses, and he cited a recent Gallup poll suggesting that 67% of small business owners benefited from tax cuts. Roughly 7 in 10 small business owners reinvested those savings back into the business. He and GOP Senators Pat Roberts and John Thune, among others, have pushed to make the 20% tax deduction for small businesses permanent. There were differing views expressed at the hearing. The Congressional Budget Office last year said income from middle-class Americans was growing at less than half the rate for the richest 1%. It also found that GOP tax cuts were expected to provide the biggest overall reduction in taxes for top wage earners, not small businesses or middle-class workers. Senate Democrats on the committee described the push for new tax breaks as a fleecing of American workers. Quote, The Trump administration's budget is built on policies that pillage working families to pay for new windfalls for multinational corporations and the wealthy. That's according to... Senator Ron Wyden, the Democrat from Oregon. Senator John Tester on Thursday named infrastructure as a priority as Congress begins work on the 2021 budget, saying the nation's deficit is threatening a growing list of projects. The Trump administration this week unveiled its new $4.7 trillion budget, one that fiscal watchdogs have called unsustainable and political dreaming. It will not even receive a hearing in the U.S. Senate, and both Senators Tester and Steve Daines have said that's a function of Congress and not the President. On the infrastructure front, Tester said 5G and high-speed broadband are getting bipartisan support in Congress, given that they serve both urban and rural needs, agriculture, and business. Tester is also looking for a highway bill funding for water projects and investments in VA hospitals. He learned on Thursday that the VA needs $60 billion for hospital improvements. Air service also needs attention, he said. According to analysts, the Trump administration's new budget would result in a over $1 trillion deficit for the oncoming year and a $966 billion deficit gap in October. We're running trillion-dollar deficits right now, and that's not sustainable, in my opinion, and we're going to have to deal with that. The problem is we're not even to a point where we can talk about how we're going to pay for this stuff. The Congressional Budget Office predicted in January that U.S. deficits would average $1.3 trillion a year over the next 10 years. That's viewed by some economists and policymakers as unsustainable, including Senator Tester. 
Montana State University's spring enrollment at the Bozeman campus is 15,561 students, down slightly from last year's record-setting numbers, according to school officials. The new figures show 132 fewer total students compared to last year. It's still the second highest number of students in school history. MSU enrollment has increased 9% compared to five years ago. Yesterday, we reported to you that enrollment at the University of Montana's Missoula campus is down 3.7%. There's been a 35% decline in enrollment at UM since 2011. At the University of Montana, however, the number of law school and graduate school students increased compared to last year, and UM achieved its highest student retention rate in four years. 